Now, I'm not going to try and sound like I'm being preachy. Now, it may come off that way, but that's not the intent. But if it does come off into the fact that you get the message, then let's just run with it. There's nothing wrong with being a little church or having some church. Now, here's one thing that I do know. As a father, I am a father. Fathers are supposed to teach their children, their sons, how to take accountability for their actions. And today, I guess you're saying, I'm taking accountability for my past actions or indiscretions. This is not about clearing my conscience. It's about understanding the why through my experiences. Let me ask you this question. Have you ever wondered why good things tend to pass you by? Or why does it seem that luck, if there's such a thing, tends to be on the other side of the tracks than with you? Some coaches will call it karma. Some coaches may call it repentance. While for those of us, just for sake of definitions, we're going to say, you got what you had coming, bro. That's all to it. So to all of those definitions, here's my version of the above aforementioned consequence. Your conscience has been characterized by an angel and a devil. That's how we do that. Where both will guide you in a specific direction, providing you consequences for your actions. Now, John 3, 20, verse 20, 21, or 3, verse 20, 21. Everyone who practices wickedness hates the light and does not come to the light so that his actions may not be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to light so that it may become evident in his actions and has God's approval. Once again, I'm not trying to be preachy, but hey, we might just have to go to church on this one. So if I can take it to church, may the congregation say amen. Amen. Yeah, I'm the only one here, not the congregation. In simple terms, you don't mind doing dirt as long as it stays within a small circle. I used to call that a 007. Trust me when I say I am far from ashamed or apologetic about it. Those were some fun times. Now, of course, when I was single, it didn't really matter. However, when that action, those actions affected other people, see, it took on a new light of darkness. Don't scratch your head. Yeah, I meant to say that. A new light of I can say, well, she said this, she said that, so I did this, I did that. Ultimately, in the eyes of God, more so than the eyes of man, just because isn't a rational answer. Romans 12 and 17, do not repay anyone evil for evil, tit for tat. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If this was the political arena, whoo, then Democrats would be running for the hills right about now. And the Republicans, they'd be like trying to put me in the office. But if you know me and you know that last statement is clear, hypocrites always see and interpret one direction. They only can confirm what fits their narrative and will discard what they deem as meaningless banter. Anyway, let's go back to story time. Have you ever gone to the pet store? And you saw a puppy and said, aw, he is so cute. You go up to the owner and you ask, how much is this puppy? Is it available? The owner says, yes, it is. You buy this dog and you take it home. Oh, the puppy is so great. The puppy breaths and you're there bouncing around just doing puppy things. Then you notice after a couple of days, the puppy drops a number two, a.k.a. the deuce. He turns around and eats it. Oh my God, you're shocked. You're mortified. Now, as an educated person, you start to do some research on why a dog would eat its own excrement. 
you find out, oh, this is not unusual. My dog isn't crazy. And you take the necessary precautions to remedy the situation. A few days go by, and daggone it, this dog is still eating its own poop. As intolerable as it may be, you keep the now stupid dog because your kid or kids have built an attachment. But as the dog grows, he increasingly does ridiculous things such as stopping in the middle of the road and taking a dump. Then there a day comes by. The day that you're sitting out just chilling, relaxing, watching some TV. Good old Max just walks up to you. And it looks like he's just sitting down waiting for you to rub his head. But then I guess he's too impatient because he gets up and just walks away. As you're laying there, you start smelling something bad. You look down, and the reality of it is, your dog just came over and took a dump right between your feet. And I'm like, are you trying to say F you, owner? Did I forget to do something for you that you're going to walk between my feet and take a dump? Is that what you're doing right now? My question to you is this. How many times are you going to let the dog or the quote-unquote stupid dog continue to crap on you in awkward situations i'm trying to say in so many words metaphorically how many times are you going to take this behavior from the dog before you say you know what that's it you got to go a lot of us like to stay in bad relationships for the sake of not wanting to quit some stay in the relationship because you are in love and believe things will get better me i was in the same similar situation more than once where it was just toxic. But truthfully, I was in hope mode. I was hoping they would see the value in me as a partner, as a person. But some things we just have to learn the hard way. And I guess this is the only way I can really analogize it. <laughs> analogize it. How I can actually make this look sense. Abraham Lincoln is on the penny. And he's also on the $5 bill. They're both the same guy. One just brings a little bit more value to the table than the other. And let's just keep it real. The penny is one of the most, if not the most discarded of all American currency. No matter how shiny that mug is, you just don't use the penny. But what does stupid dogs and pennies have to do with relationships and cheating? It's simple. When one person in the relationship doesn't know the value of the other person, and even though, despite all the grimy things that person is doing, either in their face or behind their back, we often fight for the right to be heard, not to be discarded, regardless if we want it or not. And in the end, some of us are left broken, battered, and alone. But here's the thing. There were red flags in the very beginning, and you saw those red flags. You just chose to ignore them. Maybe they weren't single when you first met. Maybe there were other things like how their disposition would change when challenged. Or maybe you just had that feeling in the back of your head, that voice that kept saying, no, that you just simply refused to listen to. Regardless of what, those red flags were there and they became pivotal to the downfall of the relationship. That was me. I would say in about three relationships, three serious relationships. I even heard these words. She will take you down. She will hurt you. And if you don't think that God talks to you, you're dumb. God does speak to you. Most of you, most of us, refuse to listen. Like I said, I'm no holier than thou, but 
I do not dispute certain presences in certain situations and certain things that happen to us in our lives. Now, of course, if you eat fire coals and poop out lava, your reservation in hell has already been made and you're just waiting for the apocalypse. So, whew, you don't count. But honestly, I thought that the prophecy had been fulfilled in my case, but I was so wrong, not even close. But I can say this, as of today, my debt has been paid. I won't say paid in full, cause I was pretty grimy back in the day, but paid somewhat to the degree that I now have someone that brings me light out of the darkness. No red flags, no entanglements, and no BS on the side. For two years, I was in a dark depression, very, very dark, and trying to understand why I was going through this pain because I kept saying, I'm a good guy. Understand this, it is not God's way to pay you back for what you have done, but it's not far-fetched to believe that he wants you to walk a mile in someone else's shoes to provide clarity on the pain you may have caused others. Are there some people who will walk through the fire and not be burned? I would say, hell yeah, to an extent. We call those people narcissists. These are the people who don't believe their poo-poo stinks. But guess what? There will be a day, a day of reckoning, when you as that person cannot or no longer run from your path in discretion. God doesn't have to actually get involved in this what they call divine payback system because it works like a law. The law states, be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whosoever a man soweth, that shall be also reap. Galatians 6 and 7. This means if you do good for others, the spiritual law will make sure that others do good for you. If you wrong others, this same spiritual law will see that you are wronged by others too. Whatever you do is precisely what will come back to you. You've heard that. Whatever you do to someone else will come back tenfold. Kind of the same thing. I'll be honest with you, I could put a stamp on that one, homie, because woo, ah, that happened to me. So this last message is for that one someone who may or may not hear this. I promise, I put my right hand up, that your mom will not come up missing and be on the Dateline News and guys doing interviews looking for me because trust me when I say I am an open book to her and she knows me as well as anyone would know someone for the time that we've known each other and I think it's a little bit more than most people give us credit for and this is to the woman in my life who asked me to do this podcast without any profane language in hopes that she could share it with her friends and family I did my best so we kind of can say mission accomplished but I will end it with this. Muchas gracias, mi corazón, por hacerme un mejor hombre. Peace to everybody else. Enjoy the podcast. Keep listening. Keep coming. And we're out of here.